Welcome to the Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 158. Plugged ourselves. Oh! Oh, wait. You didn't mean to literally plug ourselves? Damn. Mm. July 4th, 2014. Happy 4th of July. Thank you for joining us in another podcast this week. It has been a while. Yeah, I was going to do one last week, and then just kind of got, um, I was going to try to find someone to do it with me, and then I probably, I kind of had a couple people lined up, but then I got, it was crazy, last couple of weeks crazy for me, so. Oh yeah, me too. It was kind of funny, because me and you really haven't talked over the last week and a half much, uh, that's how crazy it's been, and. It's been a nice couple of weeks. Oh. <laughs> hey. I was like, really? Uh, but anyway, and then, so what's funny about it is, um, like. You posted on, on Facebook on, on the KVGT page that you were going to do one. Like on Tuesday you posted that and I didn't hear from you, didn't hear from you and I was busy, didn't even think about it. All of a sudden it's like over the weekend and I'm like, I wonder if we ever did a podcast. Uh, yeah, I was, I was going to, but then, um, like I said, I even, I, I, you know, I even talked to Ryan about getting on. He actually wanted to, but then he was working that night. Oh. So that kind of pushed that back and then I had, um, I had a test coming up, which I took last Monday, mm-hmm. and um, I was just kind of studying for that and just kind of kept getting sidetracked because everything kind of got put on hold for that, yep, which yep. I got to do again because I failed it. But nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, and I will say, and actually I haven't talked to Patrick about this, but I'll say it now. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I have so much uh, congestion this morning. Uh, it's up to Patrick if there will be any podcasts um for the next two weeks after this one, I will be out of town on business, and I'm not happy about it. But, yes, I'm out of town for almost two weeks uh, <clears throat> for my work job. I have training. Oh, that's when you're going to Massachusetts or something, right? Boston, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, Massachusetts. Uh, I guess I guess you're right. But, anyway, uh, so I will not be Once around. Again, doesn't that feel good to say? Huh? Once again, doesn't that feel Shut really up. good to say? It's, it's so rare that I say that you're right. So shit. Uh, but anyway, so uh, it'll be up to Patrick if he organizes them or not. Will um, be organized. I'm sure he'll at least get one done in that time, right? No, the thing is, is are you going to be able to upload it for me? Um, that's the only problem. Is I, I mean, I can get them done, but I don't know how to do all the editing and adding the music, and we can put up some raw episodes. Without music, I mean, without music or anything. Well, at least if you send me the music that we normally do, like the beginning part, uh-huh. I know Brian knows how to do it. So if anything, he can help me with it. Well, the only reason, like when we do our live episodes, a lot of times I don't include music in the beginning, or if I do, then I mean, yeah, but this won't be live; it'll be recorded. I'm just saying it's the same same concept, though. I, don't know. <clears throat> I mean, it's up it's up to you how you want to do it. But uh, anyway, we could talk about that offline. Oh, We'll get it all situated. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm both uh, excited to go to Boston but also, like, kind of bummed because <clears throat> I know you're going to say whatever, but it'll be the longest I've been away from my wife since we got married. <laughs> <laughs> Weak. It, and also, like, of course, I'll be in Boston without her, so it's like. Oh, she couldn't get the time off? Oh, it's just to be too expensive. 
it would have she would have only been able she's starting her new job on monday so it would only be in her second week so she couldn't take any time off so she would have to leave on friday night and we calculated it for her to fly there friday night fly home on monday and get our own hotel it would cost about 600 bucks so yeah i um i don't know i'm just giving you shit i just think it's funny people do that because like me personally it's not that i have nothing against my wife but if i have to leave for a while it's not like you know what i mean well i mean when i I thought it was like three days i was like oh cool you know i have no problem with three three days or whatever uh but when i found out it was almost two weeks i'm like wow yeah but she's never home anyway she's always at work so what's the difference not anymore (laughs) i wait in a while but i know what you mean she while she had five jobs so I mean, I'm just, I don't know. That's well, just personally. It is, I mean, you know you're going to see her again. You're going to, you know you're going to talk to her during the day. And there is one other thing, and this is, and I, I will. Is there something wrong with your mic? Is that better? You, you keep, like, thumping, and then you disappear for a second. Oh, sorry, yeah. I'm um, having a lot of problems. I was listening to a pro- the, the one I did with Brian. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I mean, it was a good episode, but then it was messed up because his shit kept cutting out. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you, uh, ed- you should have remembered. <laughs> huh? I said you edited it. Oh, oh, well, yeah. I thought you meant I thought you meant one of the ones you did with Brian for your podcast. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Um yeah, well, if it, if it keeps messing up, let me know. I I changed my position. Uh but anyway, so another thing that I'm I'm kind of and and I will admit I have a little fear over, not not like total fear, but it's more like a, a little scared is uh, it will be my first uh, plane flight. Oh, you never flown before? No, I never flown before, and it's not you because did? I'm scared. No, it, you know, if you have nowhere to fly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I never had a, never had a reason to to fly. Nope. Like when I when I was growing up, I never flew because my dad was scared to fly, and so my mom. Never, yeah, my mom was terrified. We never flew anywhere. Yeah. So my first time flying was um, my honeymoon, which was only to L.A. So it was like a forty-five minute flight. Yeah. You know, so I mean that ain't shit. I mean, it's still terrifying when you've never. Not it wasn't okay. I'll take that back. It wasn't terrifying. Yeah, I, mean, I was. I was scared and a little nervous, um, just because I had never been on a plane before. But I mean, it's still you know the takeoff and landing. But I mean, like you, once you're up there, uh, of course. And again, you, I've, I didn't have to worry about turbulence or nothing. I mean, is it a direct flight or you got a uh, connections? I'm assuming it's direct, but I don't know yet. I haven't actually done Get that it. shit out. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I'm gonna. I have. I have to call someone on Sunday. They're, it's like through their travel agency or whatever. So are they are they at least paying for you to go. They're paying for everything. They're paying for my flight, my hotel, my breakfast, lunch, and dinner for all days. Okay, uh, I was gonna say at least you know. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I, can, I can see maybe not the food part of it, but I mean, at least if 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 it's for an event for for your job, I would at least assume they would pay for the flight and the hotel. Well, yeah, and what I was thinking, I was like, well, they'll probably pay me, like you know, to be there. But then I'm thinking to myself, they're covering the hotel, they're covering the food, they're covering the flight. They're, I'm not going to get paid to be there. You know, I'm, you I'm might already be, getting paid to be training. Yeah, yeah I'm already it's getting paid paid to be there because they're providing all that stuff. No, but. I mean, if it's part of a job, I mean, that's just, I mean. I, I don't know. I, mean, I might, but. Uh, if they uh, want you to go to something that far away, I mean, they, they should automatically be paying for the flight in the hotel. After that, like, you, I, I, I can, I mean, that's cool that they're paying for your meals. But, I mean, meals and maybe, like, a cab fare to get to and from places, that I can understand you having to pay for. But other than that, it's for a job. They should be still paying you. Yeah, I, I don't know how it works. Like it's I said. It, it just kind of seems like okay, we're your job, 
and we're gonna pay for you to get out there, but we're not gonna be paying you the time that you're out there. Doesn't yeah. really make sense to me. Well, yeah, I, I don't still really, gotta make a living. Yeah, I really don't know. Uh, it's it's one of those things because um, there's been a lot of miscommunication between them and me, uh, and I'm not really sure why. I have I've actually brought this up to them, and it's it's a lot better now. But uh, for for example, the reason I didn't book my plane and stuff yet, my flight, is because I didn't know I had to until like th- um, four days ago. I yeah. like I got an email saying, "Oh, you know, we'll see you in Boston," and that was about it. And then all of a sudden, it's like, uh, "We noticed you haven't booked your flight yet." And I'm like, "Well, why would? What, what are you talking about?" <laughs> and then a few other things too. So it's it's really been. Um, yeah, I've, no- I've noticed that you haven't told me to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now they're telling me, oh, um, how come you haven't gotten your government fingerprints in? I'm like, um, I didn't – It didn't. no one ever told me I had to. And uh, the only reason I, I was like, well, do I really have to is because I did it last year for the same company, you know? Mm-hmm. Usually if, if you're within the same company, you don't have to re-get, get fingerprints done again. Yeah, and so so I'm like, well, no one told me I had to. All of a sudden, there's like four or five things that I have to get done within the next week that um, should have already been done, but I never got told about. So communication is key. Yep, it is. Um, but anyway, all right. Let's, so let's get on with the podcast now that we ranted about our lives for. 15 no, well, minutes. you did. I could have gone off about some shit that's going on with me, but I didn't. Well, you can if you want to. Nah. All right, so this there's there's two uh, things that this episode is. We are okay. So what I've been going through, no, just like, <laughs> <laughs> we are actually recording this on the Fourth of July. So happy Fourth of July to everybody out there and to you, and Patrick. Happy, and happy, uh, thank you, you too. Happy birthday to my cousin Ernesto. Yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Oh, and my cousin Jamie, but she's not on my Facebook. And I have <laughs> know for sure she ain't listening to this. Of course, if we get Ernie, ain't gonna be listening to this either. So <laughs> hashtag damn. <laughs> and the other thing is, because we haven't recorded in a while, we missed this, uh, but Sonic the Hedgehog turned 23 on June 23rd, so this uh, episode is dedicated to the little hedgehog, the little blue hedgehog. I, I, I went out drinking with him, but I couldn't keep up with him. I bet, the man, the way he downs <laughs> those uh, chili dogs. <laughs> I, I was talking about shots, but... Uh, I know, I know. Uh, Alright, so then with that said, let's get into what we've been playing my list is is rather, uh, huh? Someone didn't say. Oh oh oh! Hey, uh, yeah. So, um, with me this week, I have Patrick. What to do? And I am your host, Jeremy. Damn it! I totally for, forgot. Yeah, I know you did because since we were, <laughs> it's like right there. Introduction. I know, but <laughs> since we were already like how many minutes in? Like ten minutes in, I was like, uh. uh anyway, so yeah. Now let's get into what we've been playing then. Uh, so yeah, my list is kind of weird this week um i only have well let, let me, i'll just go through and i'll explain as i go okay so the first game that i've been playing is final fantasy 14 realm reborn uh i started playing it again about three weeks ago and i've been having a lot of fun i actually haven't played it in almost a week and that's mainly just because of time um it's it's been a crazy week and Desiree's been home, and we've been doing other things instead of, um, you know, I just haven't had any time to play video games, really. Um, Well, of console games, anyway. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I've been playing that, mainly just doing a lot of little things, some catching up to the updates and stuff like that, doing, doing, playing for 15 minutes here, half hour there, which is hard to do in an MMO. 
Um, the second game is Towerfall Ascension. This is a game that came out on PlayStation 4 and is one of the PlayStation 4... Uh, PlayStation Plus games of July, the other being Strider, which I bought like months ago and now I'm mad. Uh, so Towerfall Ascension, if you haven't heard about it, it's really hard to explain, but it's a really fun couch co-op game. And so I'm looking forward to playing uh, maybe when Patrick and you guys come over or whatever, or, and the other guys come over, we can play. Um, unfortunately, I only have one controller, but it'll still be fun. Bring your controller. Which, for what, For your PlayStation? Yeah, PS4. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Towerfall Ascension, if you haven't heard of it, it's actually a lot of fun. If you if you are a PlayStation Plus member, I suggest downloading it and just trying it out. It's uh, old school graphics. Um, it's basically you're put in a room. And There's a lot of people right now going, old school graphics. I know. Why would I want to play that? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, yes. But you're basically put in a, a, a floor on the tower, and yet you basically have a few abilities. The one is just your basic jump. Uh, you can wall climb. And you can shoot an arrow, a bow and arrow. And you have to kill all the monsters that spawn to go to the next level. I mean, that's the simplest of it. Uh, certain levels, you know, you have like bomb arrows and other arrows that you have to use to do it. But basically, that's the essential. Uh, if I don't know if it first came out or if it just came out there, but uh, the, it was on the Ouya and I played it, but I never played it. Um, I actually never, I downloaded it but never played it because... It is a game that was mandatory two players on on the Ouya. You had to have two players. There was no single player mode, and so ooh, I never played ooh, it because ooh, yeah, 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 Ouya, Ouya, yeah. Sorry, uh, I, can't, just, I can't help it. Every time you say that, it makes me think of it. I don't know why. <laughs> and I never really played it on the Ouya, just mainly because I never played co op on that thing, even though that was a great co op machine. Um, so, but this is, this does have a single player mode, and it is fun. So check it out if you have PlayStation Plus, definitely. Next game on my list is a game I'm kind of getting tired of and I'm getting annoyed out of is Clash of Clans. <clears throat> the reason I'm getting annoyed is because I cannot seem to save my money. Every time I get close to saving my money, mind you, I'm checking this thing like four or five times a day just so I can collect my money and stuff. Every time I get close to building my town hall, I get attacked like three times in a half hour and then I'm back down to like 700,000 gold. Well, it depends on how much you get attacked. I mean, you shouldn't... Uh... Oh, Facebook has hella updates on my phone. Um, sorry, <laughs> I saw that I had an update, and I was like, Facebook uh, Messenger, Facebook itself, Facebook page, uh, oh. the, the page that we do, you know, that yeah. Anyways, um, it depends on how bad you were attacked, but I mean, if you were attacking in, in <laughs> what's it called, uh, you, you shouldn't be able to uh, be attacked three times in a half an hour. Well, you know what happens? Actually, it's usually two times. I take that back. But you know what happens is... Wait, like, you go and attack someone and forget and lose your shield? No, no, no. The first person will attack me, right? And they'll do horrible, They'll but they'll set off all my traps. So now all of a sudden I have no shield because they didn't actually do much damage, but all my traps have been set. So then the next person comes in... set off? <laughs> yeah, set off. Um, the next person comes in and attacks me. Now I have no traps to stop them. And they get like a hundred percent on me, and and like two hundred thousand gold or whatever, hundred and fifty thousand gold lost. Mm. And it just seems to happen every single time my shields run out. Every single I want to, I want to look at your. Uh, <laughs> where do I go to find your clan? I mean your your. You go into our clan and then find my name, and it's it's just it's annoying. Um, 
And I know that, uh, I, and I'm really close right now. I have like a 1.05 million, and I need 1.2 million. What's your name on this one again? Shalazar, I think. Right when you said it, it popped up. Yeah. So I'm really close to finally being able to do it. and uh, But I also feel like, because the way I've been doing it, I've been putting off building the town hall. So I can't upgrade my uh, my troops or anything. Now I'm now I'm like almost useless in like battles and stuff. So I don't know. Well, I'm looking at your thing here. First of all, you should build more. You you have. Let's see. I have everything out right now. I can't build anything else. You can't build more um, storage units. Oh, you have you. You're not filling these ones up because these are pretty full. Well, they're only full right now because I'm I'm filling them. No, but no, I can't build anymore. I I have every single thing built that I can possibly build. I mean, because what, what I would do is, if anything, if you're having tr- trouble with your, do 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 more double walls. Well, th- yeah, but then I'd have to put things outside the wall that are in there right now. I mean, I could put some of my defenses, but then that kind of defeats the purpose. You're, you got defenses out right now. You have one, two, three. You have three archers. Out. That's what I'm saying. The rest are inside the wall. And I, if putting more outside the wall would allow me to double wall, but it wouldn't give me more defense because I don't know. I mean, yeah, I could fortify the I center think, more. I think you need more. No, your problem. I think I, 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 I'm not that. Far, what, what level is your thing? Let's see. My, level it's only six. Level you six. should be able to be able to get more um, <clears throat> cannons. Nope, that's it. Well, it's the way it's. You're, you have it. Like, if anything, I would double wall one side and then put all my defenses on the other side. And then, um, like, okay, you know how you have your – where your um, – the camps are? Mm-hmm. Put those right up against it because, like, things that go straight for the wall will still go for the wall. But then, like, when they release archers or, or like, um, berserkers or whatever the hell they're called, the, the Viking – you know, the one that looks like Hulk Hogan with the sword. Oh yeah, yeah. They'll Barbarian. they'll they'll stop it and destroy those before they go inside. So oh, they already have to. Time. You can you can give them two two spaces away from the wall and they'll still do that. I'm well. I'm just. Uh, I, it just seems like you, all your defenses is spread out pretty far. That's what it is. Yeah, that's just, yeah. Because I've I've just made it to where I'm. I have everything covered. But you're right. Maybe I should move some of the things closer to the middle. Because you know what, really. Like that, the stuff, the, the your 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 mines in your elixir things, put those on the outside. Yeah, and I know. I put your troops back on the inside. The your 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 archers towers because like if they destroy them, they're going to get gold, but it's going to be whatever. The main thing is to protect your storage, your storage units, and your town hall. Because yeah, town hall, if you if they destroy a town hall, that's right away they're, you're they're, you're going to get a shield. It's like forty percent, like right away. Damn. Yeah. No, yeah, and I, I've been just, attacking more lately, and I'm realizing that the the mines and stuff. Well, yeah, you're gonna lose like maybe twenty thousand or whatever. But you, if you, if it means you're, you're right. If it means I'm gonna protect the other, then yeah, <clears throat> you'd rather lose the mine than the actual. That's that's the, it's the way you have it set up. You gotta. Um, I would take some of the, if anything, not even all of them. Take a couple of them out, put them on the outside, and mm-hmm. then put your defenses back on the inside. <clears throat> if they yeah. can go straight for your defense. Your defense is, and they're gone, and you have nothing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. That's 
I know that was a that's why I only put a couple of them out there, but yeah. But you're right, yeah, you're right. That's definitely <clears throat> that's twice in this podcast. Whatever. <laughs> so that's one. Anyway, all right. So let's. I'll do that later. I'm not gonna worry about. It. I have three hours of shield. So, all right. So uh, the next game on my list is a game that I've been playing a ton of, and actually actually got into because of a friend of mine named Joe, and um, also my brother-in-law John. I got him into it, and he's he's gone crazy. And it's called Brave Frontier, and this is a strategy role-playing game on Android and iOS. Um, they give it a cross between a traditional role-playing game and a Pokemon-type game uh, in the sense that you... Well, how can I put it? You yourself don't fight. You capture monsters and other characters to fight for you. In that, in that sense, it's like Pokemon. Um, but it's not like little cute animals and stuff like that, although there is animals. Um, but... You also get, like, sorcerers and whatever. Uh, so it's really cool. Um, to put it into perspective, though, it's pretty hard. But it's also one of those that have a ton of microtransactions. Uh, you get gems. And the only way to get the best um, the best uh, characters is to through gems. They do give you a good amount. Like, you get one for completing every uh, section. And there's tons of sections. I've already, I mean, I haven't paid a dollar. I haven't paid a single, like, penny or anything. And I've already gotten, like, uh, enough gems to summon probably six or seven rares, ultra rares. Um, ultra so, rare combo. Yeah. So it's really not that bad. It's, they don't force you to, to spend money. But honestly, if you put $20 down at the beginning of the game, it's probably going to be a lot easier for you. Uh, and actually, if, if if I had the extra cash right now, I probably would put twenty bucks into it. Uh, and that's the first game I can actually say that I, I felt like that about. It's a lot of fun though, and I suggest checking it out for anybody who just wants those that you know, like five to ten minute um, time waster um, on 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 your phone or tablet. It, it, but it is a lot of fun. There is some strategy to it. It's it's yeah. Uh, the next game, though, is it's kind of funny because this next game, I found it on um, one of the websites I go to for podcast news yesterday when I was looking up news for the podcast. It's called Eternal Crusade, and it's like, oh, check out this new strategy RPG for Android. Um, I think this one is Android and iOS also, not not 100% sure on the iOS. Uh, but it was like, oh, check this out. It's so awesome. It's original, right? And then so I'm like, oh, I'll download it. And I was expecting a game like Final Fantasy Tactics or Shining Force, but it's an exact clone, pretty much, of Brave Frontier, down to the terms that are used and everything. Now, there are a few differences. Um, you have more special abilities. You have more customization. But imagine, like, it was, it's, it's basically like Brave Frontier 2.0. <clears throat> it looks better. You have more customization. You have m more actions. The... Uh, Everything just works better, but it's basically the exact same game. So I don't know if I'll actually be playing that one, but uh, I did play it for a little bit yesterday to test it out. If I didn't have my brother-in-law hooked on Brave Frontier, I'd probably try to get him hooked on this one. But mm. he, we, So he started Brave Frontier three days after me, about two weeks ago. And I'm now level, I think, 24, and he's like level 50. 
Oh, for real? Well, <clears throat> because, like I said, you can play, like, for 15 minutes at a time or whatever. And he does it at work. He just um, he puts it on auto battle, and he'll just let it go at work while he's working. So, you know, he does it all day, pretty much, on and off. Um, and the final game on my list made me a little upset. So, I Googled yesterday. Again, I was looking for a game like Final Fantasy Tactics. That, that's Eternal Crusade got me wanting a game like that. So I'm like, I googled around, and I'm like, I found a game called Sardonyx Tactics. And I'm like, okay, the graphics look pretty good for a, a um, tablet game, and, and it's I've got a high rating. Now, mind you, I don't, I don't mind the old school graphics. I just hate the graphics that make it look amateur. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, I'll take 8-bit and 16-bit graphics over somebody who looks like they drew it on a piece of paper and scanned it in. Um, I mean, that's just how I am. Uh, but anyway, so this one, it, it looked pretty good and everything. And high rated. Uh, I read a review on it, um, and it sounded good. So I downloaded it, and I was playing it for like two hours yesterday. And I'm like, this is so fun. cannot believe that this game is free. It has a good storyline, a ton of characters. And I get to stage seven. And it's like, oh, in order to uh, play past stage six, you need to pay five bucks. <laughs> and I'm like, what? You dirty mother trucker. <laughs> yeah, because it didn't say anywhere on the review, anywhere on the website, anywhere on the thing that it costs after level uh, That's six. because no one got past that part. <laughs> I know, huh? <clears throat> um, I was just really, it was shocking because it's like, oh, don't worry, this is a one-time fee. Once you pay this, you can play the rest of the game. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. And um, so I've, obviously I didn't pay it. Uh, I'm considering it, though, because it is a lot of fun. But also, on the other hand, people are like, if you really want to play a good um, um, uh, tactical RPG, then why not just, you know, play like Final Fantasy Tactics or something? And and you can get those, like, either on, you know, like, I have it on PSP, I have it on PlayStation 1. But also, you can just emulate it to your phone, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I may just emulate some tactic games. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I'm really in the mood for some tactic games. And, yeah, that was a fun <laughs> one. Too bad. Well, you got Clash of Clans. You better do some better taxes in that game. <laughs> I know, huh? Seriously. But, yeah, so basically that's why I said my list is a little weird. I have one main game, uh, which is Final Fantasy fourteen, and then Towerfall, which is really not a console game per se, even though it's on PS4, and then four mobile games. Um, so... Kind of a weird week for me. I've been playing a lot of mobile games. Oh, and I actually do have one last game to add. Uh, I don't think I talked about it last time during the podcast. I might have. I don't know. Uh, I started and been playing Zelda A Link Between Worlds. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I haven't played it. in Again, I haven't played that in about a week. And that's just because um, my... <laughs> funny. My 3DS died and I just haven't charged it. That's why I haven't played it. <laughs> Uh, but I'm having a lot of fun. I, I really like the um, – I don't know how much you know about this game, Pat, but uh, one of the uh, abilities is Link can turn into an image on a wall. Uh-huh. Sorry. <clears throat> My music just started playing for some reason. Oh, well, you know, I need a theme song. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so you can turn into an uh, like a painting on the wall and then move through the wall and stuff. And uh, it brings a whole new level of strategy to the game because – you know, you can't just go through a, a castle and be able to, like, you know, 
do all these little things. All you have to find sometimes these little areas where it's like, oh, that wall's not blocked, and I bet you I can go there. And then you can't really see anything, so you just gotta kind of try it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it brings a whole new strategy to the game, so it's a lot of fun. I'm definitely gonna continue on that. I just, like I said, I haven't charged my 3ds. Uh, the 3ds XL too. The battery life kind of sucks on it too. So it's like, if I don't charge it every night or every other night, then it's gonna die. <clears throat> That's another problem. Uh, Better get yeah. a new battery. Huh? Better get a new battery. No, it's just the way it is. Uh, all right, so that's it for my what I've been playing. How about you, Patrick? What have you been playing? Well, surprisingly, I actually got some games on here. I said just one or two. Um, been playing Titanfall. They just had a big update. Um, they've added new uh, cards. <coughs> I'm about it on um, on our page and our Twitter. Mm-hmm. But um, I haven't used it. I, I just got two of the cards, and I haven't even used them yet. So I have to, I, I want to look into more about how to use them. Because I, I think they're supposed to go with my Titan. I'm not sure, uh-huh. though. I, I don't know if it's a – all it says what it does, but it doesn't say if it has to be connected to my Titan because it looks like something like my Titan would fire off. Or I don't know if it's like – like one was a melee of missiles. Now, is it for my – when I use my Titan? Mm-hmm. Or is it – like, I can use the card and it'll just target, like, a massive explosion, like, on my enemy. I don't know. I'm thinking it's for the Titan, though. Yeah. Um, But I got two new cards I have to check out. And then, like, they changed a lot of things. They changed the background and everything. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, One thing that's driving me nuts about that damn game is... They force you to use certain weapons to oh yeah to get to the next gen, and yep. some of these weapons just suck complete ass. Uh, the the rail gun thing I have to use sucks. The that, aiming on it sucks. Is that like the uh, rail gun type on Halo where you have to charge it up first or no? You can charge it up. You can either just shoot it, uh-huh. or you can charge it up. Um, of course, if you charge it up, it, it it'll uh, do more damage. But sometimes, you know, you're in quick battles. You just gotta. I mean, like if I got a Titan with an automatic weapon, just ba 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 ba, just shooting into me. I don't have time to sit there and just um, charge it up. I have to just start firing it. But it also only holds like four shots. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is I have to get a certain amount of Titan kills. We have to get a certain amount of. You have to do two things: get a certain amount of kills. With that weapon, and also a certain amount of kills um, on a Titan. Like, one can be just anything. Like, I could, a, a grunt. I could just start shooting grunts. But for Titans, you have to get a certain amount. And I'm, like, at a Tier 3. Mm-hmm. There's, like, five tiers for all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, at Tier 3, and I'm, like, at 20 of 30. So, I'm, or something like that. So, I'm going to probably get another 30 damn kills with the Titan. And the thing that pisses me off about this game is... You could be sitting there damaging the shit out of a Titan, and then someone comes around the corner, puts one shot into him, and they'll get the kill. Oh, and you don't get anything? Yeah. You, you'll get a pilot assist, but you don't get the... It doesn't count towards a kill for the gun. Oh, oh okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Gun, yeah, this game... I hate this gun. It sucks so much as. <laughs> um, but... Uh, 
yeah, so, um, but it, it, I'm still, you know, Titan, that game is just awesome. I was playing it last night by myself. I was trying to get some people on, and everybody was flaking. I think Miles was, Subnight was FaceTiming with his girl and <laughs> while he was sitting with her watching a movie. I don't know. And <laughs> Angela went out to Newark for our new park mall for like 17 hours. I don't know what the hell he was doing out there. So, I don't know what the hell. Um, well, it, but, it's kind of funny, though, talking about Titanfall. Um, like, I've heard so many mixed reviews about it, and, like, the people that I know that have played it um, basically have two general opinions on it, and they either love it or they think it's it's a good game but overrated. I don't think it's overrated as long as it's of the multiplayer. I mean, it's extremely fun. You run around. I mean, the, the other the, one of the best things about it is once you call your Titan, you don't have to be in your Titan. You can put it to auto. And so now you're getting double kills technically because you're he's killing things. Your 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 Titan and you're out killing things. Oh, that's interesting. And even if you die, your Titan's still there fighting until when even when you're responding. It's it stays there until it gets destroyed. That's interesting. So that's you know, I like there's a couple of <clears throat> times even when I play with Johnny, me and him will be on that and he'll be like, I'm just going to let my Titan mix. He'll, he'll he'll leave it, take off, do his own thing, while he, he racking up kills on that thing. That's cool. So, <clears throat> I mean, like I said, I, I haven't heard anything like super bad about the game where people hate it. But the general consensus is basically that uh, it was just overhyped. Not overrated, I guess. I overhyped. don't think it's overhyped. They, the, especially with the improvements they just did. Mm. You know, like I said, like a lot of the stuff they just did. Uh, but, um... What's it called? Uh... God damn it. I'm messing with my iTunes here because I'm trying to get rid of some stuff on my iPhone. <laughs> I click on something just to try to look at it and it starts playing shit. But um, what was I saying? Oh, um, a lot of the updates, like the update they just did, was, I, I think they really improved a lot of things. And the only thing I don't like is that they lowered the power of the satchels, um, grenades. Because mm-hmm. once again, people bitch about grenades. You know, I mean, that's like the same thing that pissed me off with Gears of War Judgment. They already changed this game so much from what the other game was on the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Now people start crying, oh, people got grenades and they're killing me with grenades. <laughs> crying and bitching about it. Oh, it's not like Call of Duty, so there's no, there's so many grenades. Oh, let's change it. Like, Let's make it more like Call of Duty. Yeah. Fuck this shit. Well, that so- shit pisses me off. So... But so they lowered the blast rate on it. It's like, come the hell on. Well, for me, it's like I think that uh, grenades should be one of those things. They should be extremely powerful, but uh, be hard to use. Well, the thing is, uh, the whole point of the satchel though is you can throw it; it won't explode. You have to detonate it yourself. Oh well, then yeah, then that brings a whole new strategy to it. So I don't and know. See, a lot of times, like, and the one thing I love is I got the dead man switch. Mm-hmm. I finally got that back. That's like one of my favorite things. Um, it. Uh, it um, where like you can throw the satchel and you can just you could be on the other side of the map as long as you're still alive. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get killed, your satchels will blow up. Oh, okay. so there's, there's been times I just thrown satchels and ran off and did my thing, and then I died. But when I died, the dead man switch went off, so then the satchels blew up, and some asshole just walking by, hey, I, there's no one around me, and then I, <laughs> the grenade just goes off and kills them. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. I, I I like that. I've always liked that. That's one thing actually I really liked uh, on some games is is the grenades when you die, yeah, or whatever. But uh, it's it's uncommon. 
But yeah, no, I'm having. I, I, I'm, the only thing, like I said, I kind of wish there was a story mode in it more than what it the story mode is. Yeah, like, I, I wish they would. Maybe I just didn't pay attention to it enough. I really don't feel like they they really explained why the two factions are. I mean, I know it's over certain things because of war and stuff. But I mean, it's like they didn't to me didn't really go deep enough into it. And then I still am pissed off that I haven't been able to fight one of them big ass creature monsters. What I did find out though is on certain levels, there's these big giant like pterodactyl bird looking ones. Mm-hmm. You can actually, if you fire at them quick enough, you can kill them and you get XP for that. Oh, okay. But I wanted to. I want a level where our our purpose is to just fight them yeah so but I'm, that's yet to happen um i've also i finished playing the first uh dead rising dlc episode one uh I'm, i just started episode two uh one thing about the episode two is you're playing the, this one chick her name's angel um she one thing i don't like i don't know it's like they put a lot in this area the one good thing is that you don't have to you're not on a time limit like the actual game mm-hmm. so you you can take as much time as you want the bad thing is some of the stuff they did like the first episode you're playing this agent or this uh, army guy and, and he he goes through and, and there's like certain things that you have to destroy and um, and uh, like cameras like these you know we don't want our evidence that we were here so you have to destroy these cameras so there's a certain amount around each place, but it wasn't that bad. And there was also what was the other thing? Um, oh, you had to find your your comrades that you know because you all jumped out of a helicopter at the same time because it got shot down. So you had to try to find them, and either they were going to be dead or some were alive. Mm-hmm. That, but that wasn't that bad. But this new one, they have you have to you also have to destroy the cameras again, or, or like you have to like hack them, and do something to the cameras. Mm-hmm. You either have to do that. Or you have to, or that one, and you have to. You there's like posters around saying that you know the whatever that you know it was, it was, the government's here to help you, and I forget the exact name of it. But like you have to burn these posters. Well, the thing is, is you don't start off with a weapon with with fire. Oh. So I had to finally find a safe room where I can uh, get weapons out and find something with a flamethrower. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I was able to make this acid gun. And I noticed the acid gun works, but you only get five shots in the acid gun. And if you go around certain areas, it's not like the other one where there was like maybe five in each area of the map. Mm-hmm. Like there's like you're in the city and there's like five, four major components or five major or parts of the city, and there'd be like five or six cameras in each one. You know, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. This one, there's like freaking cameras and the cameras, and then there's uh oh, you also have to find um. Health packs, like or med kits, mm-hmm. they're all over the place. These posters are all over the place, and then a lot of them were in places I don't have to go to no more. But I didn't have something to to, to burn up the the poster, so now I have to go back. I'm almost like I ain't even worried about getting that achievement. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, you know what like I mean. It. Like I, I I I'm not even worried about that. I'll just do what I got to do with this. Other, you know, to get past it because there's still two more levels to do, uh, or two more episodes to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's still fun to go, some of these new combo weapons I've gotten and and uh, and um, so with the DLC they also had better combo vehicles and there's just one motorcycle it's badass it's like all made out of metal the wheels are metal and like they spark 
like when they hit the ground. So like you can do the circle where it's just flaming up and like just killing all these zombies and it shoots off bud saws. And then as you're driving, bud saws come out and spin. So you, as you're driving, you're just chopping zombies up. <laughs> That's cool. Um, but yeah, so then I played, I, I waited for hell long for Warframe to update because I downloaded it, tried playing it once and then never really played it since. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it took forever to do all the updates they had for it, but yeah. they're almost updated now. I started playing it, and people were jumping in with me, and I'm like, I don't like that. I, I actually found it really cool how it was jump in, jump out. I, but see, I'm the type of person, if I'm playing the story mode, I'm going to play by myself. If I'm playing multiplayer, I don't give a shit who I play with. But if I'm playing a story mode, unless I need someone's help, then I'll look for someone I know. I don't want random ass people just jumping in and be like, hey, this is what you guys do because I've already done it. Well, that's cool. I have it, asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what, yeah. That's, um, so I, I played that for a little while, and then I just jumped out of it. And uh, I jumped uh, on Outlast. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that game, fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, it took me a second to realize. It, I don't know. It's like this one thing. It took me a minute to realize what to do. I um, like you had to restart this generator. Well, okay, here's one funny thing. So I, I go, I start playing, and I go down, and I have to. I have a security key, and I, I get into the security room, and I go to unlock the doors. Mm-hmm. Well. All of a sudden, I'm looking at one of the security cameras, and this big-ass thing just shuts off the security camera. Mm-hmm. Or, or it was a... Just a I don't know. It, was something, it wasn't like a big-ass thing. It was something else. It was shut some... Shut off the camera. It shuts off the power mm-hmm. to the area. So now it's dark as hell. So you have to use your camera with infrared. And I'm just messing around. I'm like, oh, screw this. And I went to a locker. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I- I'm just going to hide in this locker. Just messing around. Well, all of a sudden, right when I was going to open the locker, I looked, I noticed something in the corner of my right eye. And this big-ass, like, creature thing just comes walking down the hallway, busts the door open. It's like, I know something's in here. And I'm like, <laughs> holy shit. I'm glad I, I went in here. And I was just screwing around. Like, I was, Crystal was watching me. I'm like, I'm going to hide in here just for the hell, for the rest of the game. Screw this shit. I ain't running around this place. That's funny. And just messing around, like, if I would have opened that door and turned, that thing would have saw me. Yeah. Now, they have it set up to where I could have ran back in the room and hide, and it probably won't open the doors. It's just kind of like, you know. Yeah. I think the way they have it set up was because he busted the door. He's like, I know you're in here. And he starts walking around. He's looking around. And then there's two lockers, and I'm in the one on the right. Well, he opened the one on the left. Mm -hmm. You hear him open the door. But then he goes, he shuts it, and he walks away. So I think they designed it to... They won't open the one you're in because yeah. the whole thing is you you can't fight. You either yeah, have to yeah. run or hide. That's that's all you got. You mm-hmm. can't you can't fight back. You can't do nothing. So I, I I'm pretty sure they designed it to where they're not gonna, you know, unless it's a cutscene they're gonna drag you into. They're not gonna they're not gonna purposely have them find the, the spot you're hiding in. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, he opened it up. <sighs> he shuts it. And he's like. I'll find you sooner or later. And he turns around, he walks out of the room, and they're playing this intense music the whole time. Well, mm-hmm. as soon as it stops, I guess that's when it means he's, they're gone. Um, so it was gone, and I still stayed in this locker. I was like, fuck, I ain't leaving this shit. <laughs> but then I leave, and I, and I kind of, because you can look around the corners. I looked around the corner, didn't see nothing, looked around the other corner. Yeah. I tailed it the opposite way that he went, because I had to go that way anyways. 
go down into this basement. I'm like at the very beginning of this game, by the way. You're at wait, there's, what? Huh? You're what? At the very beginning of this oh, game. Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, um, I go into the basement, and right away I was telling, like, once again, I was telling Crystal, I was like, man, fuck this game. I won't go in this basement. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's hella dark and shit. And, um, but you go down there and you hear people like, who's there? Who's there? Who's there? Mm-hmm. And, but you don't see nobody. Well, uh-huh. then you, you find the generator and there's like these gas pumps and like you have to get the gas pumps going. So you go open one door, you hit the gas, realize nothing's happening. And all of a sudden you hear someone try to bust down a, a, another door that's in there. So it was kind of like, and everything's pitch black. But if he fought, if he sees you, he'll start chasing your ass and you got to find a place to hide. The first time I just tried to run and like I kind of forgot like in, that you can't melee or nothing. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna fight him. Oh shit! I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> I can't do nothing about it but record it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I played that for a little while and, and um, so then other than that, I've been playing Clash of Clans. I just tried to help out in one of the clan wars and got my ass kicked. I literally got my ass kicked. Both, uh, um, it was bad, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to upgrade some stuff, though. I'm, I'm getting close to getting, um, I think maxing out my giants and my archers. Actually, I think I'm about to have my archers uh, maxed out because um, I'm at four or five stars. So I think the very next one is going to be the last one for them. But it's, yeah. it takes, it took like three, it's taking four days or three days <laughs> to do it. Yeah, well, the last clan war, um, the one before the one currently going on, uh, my first attack was three stars, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, awesome, yay, I did, you know, I, I, it was awesome. And then my second attack was zero stars, so I, I know how it is. Uh, this time, I got I got mad because I got on there right as, as soon as it started. I picked one that I should have been able to do good at. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if their defense was upgraded or what, but... Their walls weren't upgraded. That's usually how I gauge if I can win something. You know, if they have low, lower walls, they're probably yeah, weaker. Yeah, I'm not going to go after the ones with the diamonds and shit. Yeah, yeah. So I attack one with um, a combination of, like, gold and uh, regular walls or whatever. And so I'm sitting there like, this should be easy. Well, almost all my troops die before I even get to 20% of their base done. And then, all of a sudden, my... Uh, uh, get my game crashes, right? And so I'm thinking, okay, well that's weird. So I reboot the game, get back in there, and now I have lost half of my troops. Mind you, only half. I've lost half of my troops, lost the use of the attack, and I didn't get the star for it. <coughs> that sucks. So yeah, I was kind of like I was. And then, so I even told him, and then now, um, by the time I got my troops back up, there's nothing I can attack that'll be, make it worth it. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm not really going to participate in this one. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, the best thing to do is get in there right when it starts, because you'll get an alert on your phone when ba- uh, war starts. And um, <laughs> Sorry. Pick, pick one, like, one or two lower than the one that's recommended to you. Uh-huh. That's what I've noticed. That's what I try to do, is pick one or two lower. And it seems to be I can get usually two to three stars. Huh. Uh, but yeah, it's it's yeah. 
it's fun, but you know. All right, uh, so that's it for what you've been playing, right? Yes, sir. So I'm going to uh, move on to what's coming out. Yep. For the week of 713 to 719. Not much. I know one person on Nerdgasm Network will have a, a couple of them. I'll have a boner off of this one. Magic Duel of the Plane, Planeswalker 2015. Stupid magic games. <laughs> for the uh, iPhone, Android, PC, 360, and the Xbox One. I guess they said screw PlayStation. Uh, Abby's Odyssey for the PC, the PS3, the 360. And that's it. <laughs> it's Abyss Odyssey. Oh, that too. And I, I do like the magic games, but um, I've never particularly liked them on uh, console, like actually playing the physical game. Um, but And also, it's interesting to note this is on mobile. I might have to check it out, though. Um, that's, on the, that's all to you, sir. Yes. All right, now that uh, we have gone through a long first half... Uh, and have many, many awesome stories for you. Uh, we're going to take a quick Too break. Many. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. We are back from our break. And Patrick, I got to ask you something. When you need help getting money for something, be it a project or, you know, just to help someone out, do you know where to go? Uh, Disneyland? Yes. No, because Disneyland will not help you. Uh, They'll help you have a good time for a price. Yeah, it's opposite. It's spending money instead of getting money. Uh, But anyway, so I found this website recently thanks to me well yeah you uh, i mean <laughs> i had heard of it before but never actually gone there uh it's called gofundme and since me and patrick are not against shameful plugs we both have a gofundme to plug today yep uh i'll go ahead and let you start um oh yeah nice one by the way so that way everybody has your piece of crap one and they're fresh in their memory no, i'm just playing uh no i I got one. Um, I started one of these. I'm trying to help my dad get to Kansas. He just recently retired. Um, you can go to uh, GoFundMe and type in trying to help my dad get to Kansas or type in my name, Patrick Solis. Oh, you don't have uh, the actual web address? I do. I was going to give that next. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. But uh, pretty much it's uh, www.gofundme.com slash dad to Kansas. <laughs> Um, yeah, real creative, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, he wants to go see some family. He's scared to fly, so he has to take the train, which makes it a little bit more. I'm trying to get, like, $600, um, basically, because he has a little bit of money saved up for it, mm-hmm. but not enough. Um, I'm at uh, $175 raised right now. Um, so I'm looking oh, to nice. finish, yeah, I'm looking to finish this one out. I'm um, hoping that you guys can help and uh, share it too, if that helps too. You know, um, sometimes it me... helps more than donating. I mean, yeah. both help, but 
But uh, let me ask you a question. Did you get anything from GoFundMe saying that your uh, like your page has been certified or No, um I got something saying that I need to change a few things in order to get certified. What's it? Oh, really? Like Yeah, cuz you're not supposed to have any type of emblem or uh 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 like promotional image as the main image mm. and mine has the the name of my book and stuff yeah i was so funny because i was telling crystal this the other day i was like if you go to, to jeremy's go funny page it looks like a it looks like a, a kickstarter page i know i i set it up on that like that obviously on purpose um but um but yeah so uh mine i got that though so like you can go to the search and find mine yeah Oh, okay. Well, you yeah. can search for mine too. It's just it doesn't appear on certain categories or something. I don't really understand what the difference is. I think they they want to make sure that it's not part partially is that they're trying to make sure that it's not like just like a fake thing. Yeah, someone to get money. Um, like also like you know someone probably set one up there and then not ever update it. Like I'm always writing messages. Like the, well, the last one I well it was about a day ago. And before that was three days ago. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm I'm actually going to do a video because um. Well, I'll, I'll talk about mine when you're done. All right. All right. Well, I'm pretty much done. Like I said, I'm trying to get my dad to Kansas. He just recently retired. <clears throat> he had his right hip replaced, and then a couple months later had his right knee replaced. So he's not working right now. He, well, like I said he retired. Yeah. So now that he retired, yeah. it's a little bit tighter. So he's not like he can save up as fast as he wants to. Yeah, I have uncles. I have uncles out in Kansas um, that are older. They were from my grandpa's first marriage. So they're, I mean, they're like, Maybe ten or twenty years older than my dad. My mm. dad fifty nine. Yeah. So he wants to go see them. Um, you know, because one, it's been a long time since we've actually seen him. It's probably been about two years. And oh, then wow. uh, I think if I remember right, one of my uncles was a little sick, so he wanted. You know, yeah. he wants to see him at least before you know something happens. Like I said, they're older than than my dad. So yeah. Um. If you can help out, I'd really appreciate it. Um, it's it's not a fake page. It's not you know I'm not trying to pocket this. I'm trying to help my dad get to Kansas. Yep. So yep. I mean, he does a lot for me. Um, I got hurt at work. Had 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 three surgeries on my hand. I had couldn't afford to get my own place. I've been living. He's let me live with him. So yep. <laughs> um, he does a lot for me. So I'm just trying to help him out. Uh, so if you can definitely go do that once again, you can go to GoFundMe and look up my name, Patrick Solis, um, and, and you can find it that way. Uh, or in, in the title of it is trying to help my dad get to Kansas. It'll be a picture of my dad and, um, four of his brothers with him. My dad's in a, uh, he's dressed up. It was a picture for my wedding actually. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. 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 So you can definitely go check that out. Cool. Cool. Um, and actually, yeah, you're right. Mine cannot be searched for. Yeah. Like I said, it's, you can't do that. I think they, they, they want to make sure that it's like an actual thing or that, you know, well, like you said, you, they told you you had to make some changes. Yeah. I just, I just the cover image. Uh, and yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm actually like, uh, well, if you're done, I'll go ahead and talk about mine now. No, go ahead. All right. So, uh, mine is actually a long-term, um, campaign and it's actually set up more like a cross between um uh kickstarter and just general donate money um campaign and the the reason i did it this way instead of doing a kickstarter is because 
obviously uh my name is not known right now for my writing because my first piece of work is will be out within the next couple of weeks so unless you know me you don't know i'm a writer i mean i have nothing online so what i decided to do because money has been really tight uh between me with me and my wife we both have been out of work between jobs luckily we both have jobs lined up but we've been between jobs now for almost a month you're not gonna start hooking are you i already did but that's beside the point Oh, okay. um so anyway so basically money's been really tight but i still want my, my goal for many years was to come to be a published author before i turned 30 i turned 30 in one month and eight days um and thanks to the people who have already donated on my gofundme actually i will become a published author before then but anyway so the way mine is set up is i'm asking for money for specific parts of my book um the first level and let me find it uh the first level was to uh does create an amazing cover cover for cynical burden episode one now episode one it, it's a short story and this is the first thing that'll come out and i this is unlocked this was at fifty dollars and basically i got this i got the uh, art commissioned um i got it all done and it's just about ready to go which is why I say I will have the book, the short story out within a, within a week. Uh, the next milestone is at the $150 mark, and that's create an amazing cover for the next um, story, which is a novella. It's called The Planet Without a Sun. That is supposed to be out first week of August, although it's looking more and more like it'll be pushed back. But it's still it, – the writing is done. I just need a cover and, and editing and stuff. Uh, third milestone at $400 is create an amazing cover for Revelations. And finally, at $1,000 for now, I say finally, but it's only for now, is make Steam Power Dreams a reality. Steam Power Dreams is the publishing imprint that me and my writing partner have come up with. Uh, by hitting $1,000, we will use a portion of the donations to um, help us further Steam Power Dreams as a publishing imprint. A publishing imprint is basically... Uh, our, we are our own publishers, and we're going to publish under the Steam Power Dreams name. Um, so, unlike Patrick's, uh, who is who is very for a very personal reason, mine is obviously for more of a business reason. So, I have decided to set up reward levels. Uh, these reward levels range from simply five bucks donated all the way up to a thousand dollars. Um, of course, I don't expect anybody to actually donate a thousand dollars anytime soon, but again, this is I'm thinking long term. Um, basically, you could think of it as pre-ordering my book. At the five dollar level, you pre-order the short story. At at the eight dollar level, you pre-order the novella, and at the ten dollar level, you pre-order the first novel, and it goes up from there. Um, Fifteen dollars the print version, um, twenty dollars an early bird special, and um, basically, there's three of those left. If you want to receive all three, you can do so by pre-ordering it for 20 bucks. So basically, the way I have it set up is you're helping me by giving me about one and a half times what you'd pay once it's out on Amazon in order for me to do this. Um, even though I am publishing it indie, it's still an expensive process. Um, not including editing alone it's still going to cost a, it's still going to cost for professional everything else a couple hundred dollars per book the only reason my short story didn't cost that much was simply because um the person who i had to do my cover art 
was a friend of mine. Um, but it, it's also not as professional as, say, what I want my no- no- novel to be. Um, so far, I have gotten $100 raised by four people. And since we're talking about it, I'll give him a shout out. I actually got uh, Angelo, who is a friend of both of ours, uh, Patrick's brother-in-law. He, he donated. My cousin donated. Um, and my brother's friend Steve donated. And also an anonymous who will remain anonymous for whatever reason they did anonymous. Um, so if, if anything can help honestly, and you get something for it, uh, it's like I said, it's basically like pre-ordering my books. So if you want to help me out, even if you can only do the $5 level, it really, really does help. Um, in order to get uh, the planet without a sun novella, published and everything i need 50 more dollars basically and that would give me a hundred dollars to do the cover um and that's still cheap average cover costs between 200 250 to 300 dollars um but i can get it done for 100 if i do a lot of the work on my on my own like i have been so yeah that's about it um the website is gofundme.com slash universe that's s-i-n-e-s-o-l u-n-i-v-e-r-s-e and it will be searchable sometime. Um, I have to make a video for it and everything. Um, also, since I am talking about it, a live update is that I, like I said, I do have the first cover done for Burden Episode 1. And I will be revealing that cover within the next two days on my GoFundMe page. Um, well, I will be revealing it to backers first. And once. Or, or donators first. Once I get, once I reveal it to donators, then it'll be on Facebook and stuff like that. Um, so that's about it. So check that out. I'll have a link to it on our show notes. I also have shared it a few times on our KVGT page and uh, on my author page, which is facebook.com slash author Jeremy Collier. So again, nice. any, anything helps, helps for both of us. Um, and, and it really does. Like I said, even five bucks really goes a long way. So, yeah, now that we selflessly pu- plugged ourselves, let's uh, go into some news stories. <laughs> plugged ourselves. And plugged. All right, so one of Blizzard's top employees leaves after 17 years. Uh, Rob Pardo, who was lead designer on the original World of Warcraft, he also served as executive vice president of game design and had currently been chief of creative officer, or been the chief of creative officer, uh, leaves Biz- Blizzard to pursue the next chapter in his life and career. Uh, no word on what this next step is, but it, it, he's been a major force behind Blizzard, so I'm sure it's going to be something good. Nice. Um, <clears throat> huh? I said nice. Yeah, I mean, basically, what what it comes down to with with this is is it's a uh, um, it's a pretty cool. It's it. He's an amazing person for Blizzard. I mean, he he really created helped create World of Warcraft and everything, and uh, we'll see what he does next show all right uh a little update to a conversation we had a while back um shigeru miyamoto fears smartphones are becoming more of a norm for gamers he says that um he doesn't think that they'll ever replace traditional gaming but he he believes that it is having an impact on nintendo's mobile gaming market which basically the 3ds um, to put that in perspective, uh, we talked about this before where uh, Miyamoto said – originally he said he'll never do mobile gaming. Yeah, uh, on and I was cell, like, that's just stupid. 
And then he was Especially like, Especially well, if he's smart. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, if he was smart, he wouldn't just ban, say, oh, I'm never going to do that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he would be like, I'm going to create an app or something that can connect with my 3DS games. Yeah, and then, well, that's what he, and then he came out a little while later and said, well, we might look into doing applications, but we will never put our games on mobile platform. Um, and then, so this is, an, you know, obviously the next update, and he's basically saying, well, we're realizing that there's more to it. So it, it, here's a quote. We are currently developing an application for smart devices. Those Through such an application, we would like to connect with many consumers around the world, including those who do not own Nintendo's video game systems, and communicate the value of our entertainment offerings. So what does that mean? It means that Nintendo wants to... They want more money. They want to bridge the gap between smartphones and their device. They don't want to put their games on to the, the uh, smartphones. They want to use applications and, and, and um, smartphones as a marketing device is kind of what I'm getting to get people to buy their 3DS and their Wii U and not just a way to sell games. I'm not sure I agree with that because I think that um, uh, potentially they could put like semi-cheap um, versions of their games. Not cheap as in quality, but uh, price. And, and like, like okay, so, for example, they could put on, like, a Mario game that's exclusive to Android and iOS. Have it be, you know, a short... Something you could beat in a half hour. Put it on there for free. And then say, hey, this is just, like, a demo, basically, for... What you can get on our on our 3ds or on our Wii U, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then just promote themselves, but give the audience something to want. Um, from what it sounds like, it sounds like they're not going to do any gaming. It's going to be more like um, companion apps and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And I just don't I just don't see that as being very lucrative for them. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. Um, so Cliffy B's coming out of retirement, uh, Cliff, Cliff, <laughs> um, obviously, you know, for the, uh, developer and creator of Gears of War, he is, uh, coming back to gaming. He put on Twitter, um, I'm officially coming out of retirement to make video games again. Stay tuned. There are details in the next seven days. Didn't he um, just go into retirement? <laughs> It was like, no, it's been, it was after Gears 3. Gears 3 came out in 2010? Oh, I feel like 11? It, I feel like it's been more recent, but okay, wow. I'm trying to think. Maybe it was 2000, yeah, 2010 or 11, because I think Judgment came out in 2012, I believe. Okay. So it's been, well, maybe... Four years, three, four years. But he he never really he never left the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. He just left making games. Yeah. So um, he hashtagged it. Don't call it a comeback. But yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> he said it's, it's going to be it's going to be a blast finally telling the story. We brought him back, but he hasn't really he hasn't said yet what it was. So. Um, I guess look forward to that. See what he's gonna make. You know, hopefully he comes out of retirement to help with the Xbox One Gears of War game and bring it back from the 
crappy ass judgment. I mean, the story, like story wise, it was fine, but the gameplay and the multiplayer, the way they changed shit, oh god, annoying. So hopefully, um, hopefully he's really working on the new Gears game. Yeah, but I mean, I know they have a studio for all that already. But like, we'll see what happens. Yeah, who knows if he'll be part of it or not? You never know. All right, let's see. Um. All right, this is an interesting one. Um, Hironobu Sakaguchi, uh, who is the creator of the Final Fantasy franchise, um, is joining force with many other developers in a free-to-play mobile gaming in the free-to-play mobile, mobile gaming field. His next RPG, which is called Terra Battle, will launch in September in Japan and possibly uh, some, simultaneously or soon after in the United States. Uh, this comes. This is actually comes on the wave of um, Japan being the number one spender on mobile apps last year, and it saw a great success for them. Um, they've been putting a lot, like, uh, even Square Enix, they put a lot of money into uh, mobile gaming last year, and I guess it's really paid off for them. Um, the thing is, though, they're also, change- they're also changing the, the mobile gaming plat- or market a little bit, because all of a sudden you're seeing a lot of $10, $15 games on there. Which, honestly, for the quality that they are, I don't mind too much. But it's still hard to spend fifteen dollars on a on a phone game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have yet to do that. Yeah, I I I bought one that was on sale. Um, it was a twenty dollar game on sale, fifty percent off. So I spent nine ninety nine on it, and even that, I was like, that's too much. But I know that it's changing, and I know eventually. I mean, think about it. These are really like these are powerful. These are more powerful than like a lot of the mobile gaming. Um, you get games that look better than PSP, definitely, you know, on our phones and tablets. Possibly even better than, um, or as good as Vita, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, the potential's there for, uh, high quality games. Um, and Japan is the lead- leader in that right now. Uh, anyway, so, to talk a little about the game, the game starts out as a fantasy, fantasy, but it quickly evolves into a sci-fi, uh, with a sci-fi vibe where you're, you'll be fighting in outer space and on other planets, possibly. The game will have a lot of characters which you can choose from, um, the ones you like, and make, make into your party. Uh, each character will have their own personal, personal profile above and beyond their, just their stats and their artwork. They will have personal relationships causing dynamic conversations with the, when you have the right combination of characters in your party. This will also add to their profile. Everything they do adds to their profile. Um, their personal profile also um, was announced that uh, Nobuo Uematsu composed all the music for this, and he's most famous for his music in in most of the Final Fantasy games. Um, he has also pulled in a lot of veteran Final Fantasy uh, people to work on this project. Uh-huh. The, the team is basically made up of old Final Fantasy um, veterans, like. Literally, I think he said it's a six-man team, and I think at least five of them are from Final, uh, Final Fantasy. So um, you know it's going to have a Final Fantasy vibe. Yeah. Uh, while it's starting on smartphones, he really hopes to go beyond that and uh, port it to consoles as well. Uh, he's also hinted that he has something else in the works with other Final Fantasy developers in the future, but has not released anything more about that. Uh, I'm extremely excited about this. I had actually heard about Terra Battle when it was first announced. I had, and I actually at the time I did not even realize who was uh, behind it. But hearing that um, 
Sakaguchi and um, Uematsu are, are two of the main people. That gets me extremely excited for this. I really hope it does come stateside, and I hope it comes soon, like soon after. Um, but yeah, knowing knowing um, Sakaguchi, since he was part of Square Enix, and if he follows them, then he'll realize the value of bringing it to the United States. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, update on a story we talked about. Uh, might have been even last episode. Might have been a couple ago. I'm not sure. The Ouya game catalog is now cross-platform. The first platform it extends to is the Mad Cat's Mojo device. Uh, this is the first of many devices. Mojo Jojo! Yep. This is the first of many devices it will support in the future. Uh, to put that in perspective, basically, you can now go on the Mad Cat's Mojo store and download the Ouya store. Once you download the Ouya store, you can play, download and play their whole catalog right on your Mojo device. That is an amazing thing for Mojo. As far as I know, they, they don't have as many games, nearly as many games as the Ouya. Um, so that's, that's uh, something big. It, it probably doubles, if not triples, their catalog. Um, and yeah, it will be coming on other devices soon. Uh, I'm assuming it'll be everywhere eventually, like on smartphones, on tablets, everything. Uh, the only problem with that is you'll have to, a lot of those games are controller only. They don't have touchscreen support, so they'll have to find some way around that. They'll find a way to connect the controllers to this shit. Well, yeah, I mean, you can already connect your PS3 controller to your tablet and phone. It's just, uh... Telling someone it's required, it's kind of like... Well, that might be for the Android. I don't see that happening <laughs> for... Uh, well, and they'll probably come up with their own kind of... Um, they'll, they'll, iPhone will come out with their own kind of controller to use. You know, they won't allow an outside. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, uh, I actually don't know. I don't... You're right. I don't think you can connect your uh, PlayStation controller to iPhone. It's only Android, you're right. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I would think, if anything, it would be through the Bluetooth, but still. Well, that's what that's what the uh That's what I know. That's what I'm saying, is, but yeah. still, like, you know how, as much as I love my iPhone, you know how Apple is with that kind of shit. Yeah, they're very closed. Um, uh, so, yeah, so that's pretty cool for the Ouya and for gamers all around. Uh, next story, analysts say that Sony has spent far more on TV marketing than Microsoft, and this uh, they believe that this could be a... Good. Um, one of the one of the reasons that they're selling such so many more consoles. Well, I, I've always said that Sony's had better commercials than always, Microsoft, yeah. anyways. So Microsoft, I think if I remember right, Microsoft did do it first with that one Halo commercial. Was it for Reach, where everything looked live action? Well, uh, yeah. If I remember right, that was the first one. That Bungie they really... themselves had a ton of good stuff like that, but it was Bungie. But it's still, it was for Microsoft. Yeah, it is for Microsoft, but I'm saying... But what I'm saying is, I see what you're saying. It was the company, not... I, I'm pretty sure it was Bungie but, that did all that. But still, I mean, like, that was, like... The reason why I say Microsoft is because Halo's only on Microsoft. So, like, to me, that's, like, the first one, though, that really... If you want to just yeah. count Bungie, then fine. But that was the first time for a game, for video games, that that had happened. Um... But then Sony took it to the next level. Like I said, that's still one of my favorite commercials. That one where they're like at the bar and it's all the different PlayStation. Well, not only PlayStation because that one were on 360, but like, you know, like Enzio and stuff, or like the Portal. But I mean, like, all these different characters are in a bar and they're all telling their stories. You know, yeah. and it, but they're it, and it's kind of like a. It was kind of like almost like if you think like Rick and Ralph, how like the power, uh, the power. Um, 
what the hell are those things called? Power Strip mm-hmm. was like the central hub where everybody meets up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like, like say, in the memory. Like, the bar was like the memory. And they all just get their, you know, like the, you don't know, the memory storage or whatever. But, like, that's where they all get together while they're not being played. And they just get together and bullshit. That was, like, to me, the best one. But, I mean, Sony's always done better. Like Or, like, when they were bringing out um, All-Stars. You know, mm-hmm. they had uh, Drake uh, walking in there being attacked by... Um, What's his name from Infamous Son or not? Yeah, Infamous Son, but Infamous, and um, you know, then the, with a the little the little zipper dude from Sock Guy from uh, oh Sock Sock Boy, yeah, from um, Little Big Planet. Thank you, Little Big Planet. And then they all turn and you know they realize that they're gonna have to fight Kratos together. Yeah, like to me that that that, that was awesome. Um, and and but Microsoft too. hasn't really <laughs> yeah, but I was saying. Microsoft, they, they they've been advertising a lot. Like with, uh, I think one of the best ones is with uh, like last year before Xbox One came out. But like with, when they were really trying to push the connect with um, was it Ray Lewis and um, uh, Paul Rudd mm-hmm. or Rudd? Yeah, you know, they're sitting there playing and like they're just going back and forth every time with Madden and they're using the connect. You know, like that was some of the best ones. But as of Overall, I, I've always I've been saying Sony's been doing a better job. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, Sony has, um, yeah. Well, to put it in perspective, Microsoft has spent um, between January first and May thirty first of this year alone, Microsoft has spent thirty four point seven million on TV marketing, and uh, Sony has spent fifty nine million. So that's um, not quite double, but um, that's a good portion more. And Again, analysts say that this could be one of the contributors, the contributing factors to why uh, Sony is selling more. Now, of course, you have other things. Um, another of the main contributing factors is simply that the price was hundred dollars less. Um, and then, of course, for all the hardcore gamers, you have the everything that went on during the release parties. But um, it's interesting to see that it would be interesting to me to see if they flipped it. And over the next six months, Microsoft did double the amount of TV marketing. I'd be really curious to see if their numbers went up um, proportionately or not. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think TV marketing is dying. Uh, I think it's 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 not dead. It's nowhere near dead. It's probably still the best way to go about it. But I think it's going – it's it's definitely less than it used to be. Um, but then again, by having commercials, you also have those same TV commercials online. So maybe that's another way to look at it. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, maybe it's because of my age. I'm not trying to say I'm old, but like I, like well, you're always been the type of person to look more shit up online than me. Yeah, I get my, most of my stuff finding out new stuff usually. I mean, I yeah, I look some stuff up online, but um, it's from like commercials and stuff from TV. But you also got to think the reason why it's kind of dying on TV is mm-hmm. you can fast forward through shows commercials now. Yeah, and you and- can record shows. And fast forward through the commercials, so people aren't getting all the commercials like they used to. And a lot of the younger people uh, who are just moving out on their own, like in their in their twenties, you know, early twenties or whatever, are also not even getting cable TV or, or or satellite. They're going straight to just you know subscribing to Hulu and Netflix. I don't know how you do that because football's on TV. So why would you want to do some super shit like that? If you don't care about football, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm getting rid of cable. What? I'm getting rid of cable. Why? Because it cost me 150 bucks when Hulu cost me eight. That's why you should get Directv. 
It's way better than Comcast. But anyways. Direct TV costs about the same. Nah, no, it's not. <laughs> I'll always okay. hey, I don't know why anybody wants to support Comcast at all. I don't know why anyone supports Direct TV. I've never had a good uh, experience with them. Really? Huh? Because you never hold it. Anyway, so. Good anyways, thing that didn't get recorded. You faded out. Haha. I said uh, because you've never had them. No, I, 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 I have. We, I mean, long time ago, and we, it was nothing but a headache. So we got rid of them, and we I had, don't know. You, you sure that wasn't Dish Network? Because we have never had any problems. And ca- cable, I don't know why anybody still supports cable. When cable was the only company around here, um, you know, they were the, they were the only dog in town. They raised prices whenever the hell they wanted. They screwed you out of uh, stuff all the time. Their price well, is ridiculous, and then now that they have competition, I, I don't even see why. I, I, I will say Comcast one thing that cable. Uh, I will say one thing that um, growing up, we uh, living in Castro Valley, uh, we actually had uh, Castro Valley was a testing market, and it actually had a um, a different company um, that was that even like Hayward didn't have, and so we actually had a, another company. We didn't have the I forgot what it was at the time. Uh, I, we didn't have the traditional cable, and it was cheaper and had a lot more features. So maybe that's why. And they actually became Comcast. Um, so I mean, maybe that's why uh, because we never had we ever since I was like ten or maybe even earlier than that, we never had the normal ca- cable company until they became Comcast. Uh, but anyway, so that's a, that's a conversation. And we lost Jeremy. You lost me. And now you're back. That was weird. You probably moved again. You gotta go out and buy a damn mic, man. I don't. You buy me one. I could use my other one, but it's not nearly as high quality, so I don't know. Why don't you sell one of your cats for a damn mic? They're not worth fifty bucks. Anyway, sell to a somewhere where they're gonna get dissected. You'll probably get some money for that. Or Chinese restaurant. Okay, that wasn't racist. Not racist. Chinese people use cat in their food in China sometimes. They were in a bunch of listeners. Anyways. <laughs> I... Alright, your turn. Jesus. To be racist? Oh. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> this is our no. podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not racist, so. I know. Except for the white people. I hate white people. Anyways. Hey, me too. <laughs> um... <laughs> PlayStation 4 controller can now can now work wireless wirelessly with the PS3. <clears throat> That's interesting. Um, system. So uh, you know, recently they said how you can with the Dual Shock you can um, use that PS4 controller if you connected it. Yeah, I didn't actually PS3. even know about that. Yeah, with the wire you can connect. I, I read something about it. I don't think we ever reported on it, but uh-huh. um, I remember reading something about it. But with the uh, latest update. Um, Update 4.60 to the PS3. You can now use the DualShock wirelessly to the controller, or excuse me, to the PS3 game. Um, you can just you know use it to the Bluetooth, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, the PlayStation button vibration and I'm gonna say this, probably say this wrong. Six six axis. Yeah, six axis. Six axis. Thank you. Controls will not work, uh, but you can now turn on the PS3 using the DualShock 4 PS button. Well, uh, which was not possible before. That's interesting, I guess, but why? I Probably mean, it, 
It probably needs another update for it. No, I'm saying why as in why would you... You need to use a PS4 controller? Why would you use a PS4 controller on your PS3 system um, when you have like to feel better? Wow. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you love the PS4 controller, that's one thing, but if... if... Lost you. Oh. Every time you go between your PS3 and PS4, you'd have to resync it. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? In all honesty, this is, we're talking about PlayStation, but that's something I have to, That's one thing I'm going to give you a complaint about my Xbox One. That's something that happens a lot with the Xbox One. It unsyncs? Yeah, all the freaking time, dude. Oh, really? Like, that sucks. Yeah, like I'll hit the button, home button. I'll just get done playing it. Um, here we're talking about PlayStation. So let me finish it out, and then I'll get into that with the all Xbox. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically... Um, you can, uh, you know, go to ac- the assess- uh, accessory Six. settings oh. and, you know, you go, you know, the manage Bluetooth and all that stuff and you can hook it up. But I mean, if you wanted to use it, but I mean, it's kind of cool in a way though, too, though, if you think about it, like maybe someone got rid of their PS3 or whatever mm-hmm. and you get your friend says, Hey, come over and let's play a game. I still, I only have the PS3. He goes, Oh, uh, can you bring your controller? And they say, okay, I can actually do that. You well, know see- Okay, now that I get that that that's that's a good point. If you're like uh, going to a friend's house or something, and you need an extra controller, or you just need an extra controller on your PS3 when friends are over, but to use it as your main controller, I just don't see the the need. Yeah, yeah, the, I don't the see use. the need for it either. But like, if you, it's it's cool that you have the option for it, though. That's true. I mean, I was. Or thinking... That's like the same thing where you can hook up the PlayStation Four controller to P- to your Xbox One controller to use it. Oh, really? Yeah, you, you you remember you reported on that. Oh, remember? PlayStation. Wait, are you hooked up the PlayStation Four controller to the P- Xbox One controller? Okay, I don't remember. Well, you <laughs> you're the one that told me about it, but like, yeah. I use it to like what's the point? I mean, okay, that's cool that you can do that and use it to. What's the point of it though? Like, yeah, um, but like, but yeah. So I mean, it's, it's kind of like I said. I I see it as. If you, if you have a PS3, don't go out and buy a PS4 control, DualShock 4 controller. It doesn't make sense. But yeah. like, if you need an extra controller and your friend had a PS4, he can bring over his controller and and for the most part play. Yeah, see that's cool. That's a that's a that's a cool little thing. And also, this also makes me think that it's in the step towards um, getting the PS4 controller to work on um, uh, Android because uh, that's one thing that. Uh, the PS3 controller worked fine, but for some reason the PS4 doesn't. But mm. now that they're programming this, maybe this will be like a step towards that. Um, just because, I guess it really doesn't matter, but uh, I've always liked the idea of having a... And I really like the PS4 controller over the PS3 controller. Uh, it just feels better. So, yeah, if I play games on Android, I'd like to use a PS4 controller. Yeah, so I'll get into my little rant here real quick. Yep. Um... Okay, what do I use more, my Xbox One or my PS4? My Xbox One right now. Yeah. I'm waiting for a couple other things to come out on my PS4, excuse me. Um, but um, like I'll probably be on my X, my PS4 a lot coming up in a couple weeks because The Last of Us comes out. But, um, okay, so there'll be times where you hit the, you can hit the button to turn it on, and uh-huh. it'll turn off perfectly fine. Then there's other times... Where it'll flash and flash and flash, and then you realize that, like yesterday, I turned, I went to turn it on, I went to the bathroom, came back, whatever, and I'm looking, I'm like, why the hell does it still say, you know, like when you don't have nothing hooked up, it'll say, you know, no, no signal or whatever on their TV. Mm-hmm. Like, why the hell did it not change? Well, you have to either turn on the, now it can be fixed two ways. 
sometimes I turn on the Xbox and it'll automatically connect. Yeah. Or I just hook up because I have the wire. I have the um, rechargeable battery, so I'll just hook up the wire to the thing and it automatically syncs it. Uh huh. But occasionally, I don't know if anybody else has had problems with this, but for me, it won't. It, it, it'll unseek itself for some reason. The other thing that that gets to me about the Xbox One is, um, and like I said, I, I there might be stuff that annoys me about PS4. I'm I'm not on it enough to really know. I, I don't use the functions as much as I use the Xbox One. That's why yeah. I notice it more. But like stuff with the head headset. Now I think it's. Actually, I think it's the server for the Xbox. I mean, for the uh, Titanfall, for example. But um, even like if you're in a party, like sometimes if you if you're in, in Titanfall, like it's just the mic gets screwed up. Like I'll go, like I'll have my headset plugged in, and I go to start a party, and it'll only come through my Connect. Oh yeah, you told me about that before. Yeah, and like sometimes it takes either sometimes it takes a couple of matches, or sometimes I have to get out completely out of the party. Sometimes I have to do a hard reset. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, this is stuff that sh- should not be happening. Yeah, especially because uh, it works so well on the Xbox 360. You know, all this stuff that you're complaining about. Yeah, like, about. Why, yeah, what, what, what was the big change that's making it do this? Yeah. And, you know? and, and you know, that's why people say, you know, like, uh, um, if, you know, you know, people are, like, really really adamant about xbox one needs updates it needs it needs the monthly update and it needs to be good you know as where with ps4 you know you're not having these these problems that just shouldn't exist in the first place and so when like the ps4 updated uh two days ago or something like that three days ago and all it was was stability fixes and everyone's like oh that's nice you know it's not if if you just put stability fixes out for the xbox 360 right now people would be like well where's the fix to all the problems we have you know I, i i think um Microsoft stepping into something that, that Sony's already used to. Because remember, remember, I always just say that PS3 had a freaking update every freaking other day. Yeah, and it, it don't seem like that as bad with the PS4, but it's like the 360 ran so smooth; they had updates every once in a while, and everything was cool. I think the Xbox One they need now that they made it more computerish. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, they need to have more updates. Uh, for maintenance. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, definitely. And I think they're slowly starting to realize that, but yeah. like I said, I, you know, you know, the other thing that already pissed me off about my Xbox One is, I mean, I still love the machine and it's plays great games. I, you know, I had already had to buy a new headset. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cause you, you said that. I didn't break the wire. I didn't twist. I don't, I don't, I don't ever roll up my headsets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can hear everybody fine, but they couldn't hear me. Yeah. So, luckily my sister works at Target and I got a discounted one, but nonetheless. <laughs> but see, that's the thing that pisses me off. Like, I would, like, um, PlayStation, the dinky wire one that they gave you, but I have a Beats headphone. I can plug that into my controller and it, it, it can, I can use that as a headset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or I, the Bluetooth, I can hook up my, my, my Bluetooth I have on my phone to my, you know, PlayStation. Yeah. But you can't do that with Microsoft. Nope. And actually, yeah, I mean, and that, and that's the thing is, is I was just about to say, you know, like, even if my, the headset that came with my PS4, and I don't use it anymore, but even if it did break, I just plug in the one that came with my phone. It's, and the one that came with my phone is about twice as good anyway, and that's the one I use until I get something better. Um, 
and that's 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 something that Microsoft has always done, though. If you think about it, like PS3, you know, like you said, Bluetooth worked fine. You know, um, PS or Microsoft has always been about the uh, well, same thing proprietary with stuff. Same thing we were just talking about Apple. Yeah, yeah, Microsoft, which is funny because Microsoft as a company is generally pretty open. You know, their PC stuff and everything, but with their video game systems, they're very closed minded or close closed uh, whatever you want to call it. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's um, my little opinion on that. Yeah, and and yeah, the last thing um, I I was going to add something else about the PS4 and Xbox One, but I forgot. So, all right, uh, so Wait, this is you did. Yeah, whatever. This is interesting. Nintendo is, is off, uh, finally offering a, a cross buy between uh, 3DS and the Wii U. The first game to support this is none other than Squid's Odyssey. I'm sure everybody is waiting for this one. Um, which can be purchased on your 3DS, and you can play it on your Wii U. So this Hello, is the, this is the same concept that has been going on with uh, Sony for a long time. If you buy a game that's generally, if you buy a game that's both on the PS4 and the Vita, uh, you you buy it once for both. Um, and so yeah, I mean it's as simple as that. Um, so this is the first one for the Wii U 3DS. Um, it's a start. Yeah, it's a start, and, and it sounds like they're going to be doing it more. Um, and the other thing that they said, and I actually never really thought about it, is they said um, mobile devices have been doing this for years already. And I'm thinking, that's not true, because if I buy it for, like, uh, uh, I thought it meant, like, if I buy it for iOS, I can use you know, Android. Apps. Huh? Yeah, you're talking about the, but they're talking about the apps, like how I had the Black Flag app. That well, no, 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 the... they're, they're talking about how, like, uh, you can buy... Don't yell at me. Like, okay, for example, using iPhone as an example because it's a little easier. If you buy an app on your iPhone 4 and you upgrade to iPhone 5, you can still use that app. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's like they're, – they're like – and I was thinking that's actually true because if you think about it, um, that's like upgrading to – from the, the DS to the 3DS and you can't – you know, use the same digital downloads from the DS and 3DS. So it is true. I mean, I never thought about it. If I upgrade my phone or, or, or my tablet, I can still use all the games that I've ever bought. So, uh, but yeah, and I think it's a trend that we're going to continue seeing in the future. I think that uh, Sony is is leading in that, and it's just going to continue. Uh, I would actually like to see um, if if mobile gaming platforms are going to continue. I would love to see being able to buy a game. Um, like on my PlayStation 4, Xbox One, like, you know, arcade game, and be able to play it on my mobile phone or tablet. That that would be ultimate right there. It would be cross-OS, uh, uh, and I don't know if it'll ever happen, but it's it's something that I think could potentially happen. And again, like you said, with like the Black Flag and stuff, it's, it's already um, possible to sync your stuff like that. So we'll see. Um, all right, so this is an interesting one, and I know you're going to laugh about this. Google has announced... Ah! Oh. <laughs> Google has announced Google Cardboard. It's a no-frills enclosure that transforms a phone into a basic virtual reality headset. And is, you guessed it, made of cardboard. Um, you can actually download the plans for the headset and print them out. Uh, and then you just uh, cut the cardboard and, and fold it and such. Um, you build your own headset. You just place your smartphone inside uh, and it works. There is a bit more to it than just the printing out the plans. Uh, you'll need um, 
specialized lenses, uh, a couple magnets, Velcro, and rubber ba- and a rubber band. But basically, um, I think it said that you can build this enclosure for like under thirty bucks or under twenty bucks. Basically, uh, as of right now, they have uh, one app that's a test app available for download, um, and but that test app includes. Uh, cardboard versions of Google Earth, St- Street View, YouTube, and a few other demos. Um, <laughs> but they plan to expand it. And I put WTF, right? Basically what happened, the, this concept is some VR enthusiasts got together at Google and figured out that you can make smart, a smartphone as an inexpensive VR machine. Their hope isn't that people will actually flock to these, download and, and build their own, but actually oh. encourage – huh? But actually encourage other developers uh, to build the next generation hardware of this technology and make it available and affordable for everyone else. Um, This is basically just showing that, hey, you don't need some expensive, you know, rig that's going to cost three, four hundred dollars to do virtual reality. Yeah, everybody will flock to that. Like, oh my god, this is the newest thing ever. I actually am probably going to download it and do it. I, I'm very curious. Oh, um, yeah, like, curious, but I'm talking about other people will be like, someone's going to go out there and try to market these things and try to make hella money. Off oh, I know. Huh? Things. I know. Ow. Sorry. Knee pop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, it looks very interesting. And I imagine a bigger phone such as like the uh, S5 or, or whatever uh, would be very good for this i can't imagine the smaller phones like iphone would be too good um you know just such a small screen um, but that's the whole point of the they may i've seen stuff similar to this where like they made like a movie screen kind of thing yeah where it's it's because it's the the way you do the cardboard and all the other stuff it or the, the walls it yeah. makes it look bigger than it actually is yeah and it's it's really cool i i mean i've always wanted to uh have one of those uh, where you know, you you. It's basically like uh, they say it's like a hundred inch screen in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, I've just never gone and done it because there's plans for similar things like this. But this one using cardboard, I might actually do it. <laughs> uh, speaking of Google, though, uh, Google's pushing Android gaming's into the living room with Android TV. Um, so Android TV is actually an operating system, uh, not a not a, a set top box like Apple TV. Um, so basically, Google Play Store is now available on Android TV. Um, you can actually run – this will actually be in smart TVs, set-top boxes, and micro consoles in the future. Um, you'll be able to use your Android device as a controller or buy a separate one specifically made for it. Uh, the demo that, that, they sh- that they had for it, uh, which I don't have a video or anything for. It's just they talked about it. Showed um, them playing NBA Jam on the Android and uh, one person played on the native on a native controller that was a wired controller that plugged straight into um, the USB port of a micro console, and the other person used their smartphone as their controller, and it actually worked very good. Uh, Google even put a, a open call out to developers to start building living room versions of their apps, like video players and games. They also said starting in 2015, all new smart TVs by Sony, Sharp, and Philips will have Android TV built in. This includes hmm. both their HD TVs and their 4K TVs. Um, so basically, uh, if it's if it's actually Google Play, again, we were just talking about cross-buy, that means that anything I bought on my Android can then now be played on my TV. Of course, if it's touch support, it really won't do anything. But if it has controller support, there you go. Um, I'm really actually excited for all this uh android uh in uh, uh 
integration into things. And I mean, even as an iPhone user, I think it, you should be too, because as a gamer, as someone who likes technology, has you know big screen TVs and everything, it's just going to bring out the technology and make make it so much better for everybody. You know what I mean? Apple's version will be better. Well, Apple's version again. I'm just it's playing. It's, I'm just playing with you. I, I, I know you're playing. Yeah, but yeah. Apple's version is locked down, and they don't allow third many many third party developers, and the progress is slow. As we're Google, they're just like, hey, everybody, create the stuff, and we'll we'll help you sell it, kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. It's not that I own a smart TV, but um, I I've always wanted a an Android uh, box. So we'll see. Huh. All right. So um, apparently, I I haven't heard anything about this game, and it has new footage out. I guess it was they announced it at E3 or something. Uh, but I, I new... had seen the name, but I hadn't seen anything else about it. New open world zombie game footage for H1Z1. So, um, so it's apparently it's a survival game, uh, open world zombie. Um, they have footage. I was watching some of it, and um, it's basically like they're showing different stuff you can do. Like, you can chop down a tree, and like then craft the or get the wood, and then you can craft it into different things like stick. You you, know, you turn into planks of wood, then you turn the planks of wood into sticks, and you turn the sticks into arrows. You know, yeah. Like so basically, I, I didn't finish watching the whole thing, so. Basically, for those, uh, it it sounds like for those of you you would know, it sounds basically like a Minecraft crafting system, or um, oh, I've got the name of the game that's on that is really popular on PC and and X, or PS4. Uh, anyway, basically, yeah, you you start with the basic, and then you can create cra- crazy stuff from it. Yeah, so it says H1Z1 is an MMO survival game about crafting, teamwork with other players, and uh, and exploring. Um, SOE wants to tell its own story and create its own world with H1Z1, even though the developer acknowledges it is expired by DayZ and The Walking Dead. So, um, it's, um, what I was looking at, it looked pretty interesting. Oh, inspired. Ta- <laughs> like I said, inspired. I have, I know, I, I think it said expired. I'm like, that doesn't oh, make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> expired. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so like they were talking about how like you're chopping down a tree, you might it's going to make a noise. So it can maybe bring zombies towards you or like if say you're just walking around and you hear that, you know, mm-hmm. there's someone near you, you can, you know, either go up, try to trade, you know, try yeah. to trade supplies or get help or, you know, just yeah. ignore them, do your own thing. Um, they, uh, so I guess this is, it releases this year on PC. Uh, you can get first, at, uh, as early access, available for $20 then it then as a free to play game later on. So I'm guessing it's going to be a uh one of those free to play MMOs where it's going to have tons of microtransactions. Maybe. Um it didn't I haven't read that. But like I said, yeah. this is the first I heard about it. I was like H1Z1 Yeah. Uh, you know, so zombie game, let me check this out, you know. Yeah, I basically heard it again, it, like what it says, it's a game kind of like DayZ. Um I well, we, uh Oh, sorry, real quick. I, I didn't realize this when I was reading it, but it's um, okay. So the demo, okay, upcoming free to play multiplayer survival game from Sony Online Entertainment. So something tells me, it, it, I bet you this is not just going to be on PC. It's going to be on PlayStation Four. I bet. Probably, maybe eventually they're just going to bring it out on PC first. Um, and this is this is pretty interesting. Um, I actually had heard very little about it. I knew that it was inspired by uh, games like DayZ. And now I'm very interested in learning more about it once more comes out because um, 
if if it is like that, I mean, if it is like a, I don't know, I'm I'm curious how they could how they would do it. It's a big name. It's SOE, so it's a big name. It's not like um, DayZ, which was like a small developer. You know, you don't expect much. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how this goes. I've always wanted to buy DayZ. I just never have. The same here. I've, I never. Yep. 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 Um, speaking of uh, buying things, I, I just since uh, Daisy, I almost bought it during the Steam Summer Sale. I actually, I actually finally picked up uh, Bioshock Infinite. Finally for PC, I got it for seven bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but I'm going to. I'm really looking forward to it. All right. Um, so this is very interesting. If you stream on Twitch, which I know a lot of people do nowadays, thanks to the PlayStation Four. Uh, well, you have okay. So Twitch and YouTube have teamed up. YouTube will now provide something called Twitch Live Annotations, a YouTube alert that will pop up in all of your videos you have uploaded to YouTube, um, and it will alert viewers that you are currently streaming live. So let's say I'm streaming live, and Patrick, who I don't know, is uh, just on YouTube randomly and searches, uh, let's see, what what do I have on there? Searches uh, Elder Scrolls Online Character Creation. So then he finds my video, and as soon as he hits play, there's a, there's a little annotation in the title of the video that says, uh, I'm streaming on Twitch live right now. Click here to watch. Um, so that's pretty awesome. You know, it's like it's an added-in promotion. If you have a lot of YouTube videos and you stream a lot, this will bring even more people to your stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the other hand, I think it also has something to do with uh, alerting your YouTube uh, followers too. Uh, although it, it hasn't said exact about that. So that's pretty interesting. Mm. Um, speaking about YouTube. Hell of tubes. Uh, this is going to make you feel like, uh, what are you doing with your life? You play a lot of video games. You don't get paid for it. Uh, popular YouTuber PewDiePie, also known, his real name is Felix Kjellberg, or Jelberg, I don't know, uh, generates $4 million in uh, 2013, not 3013. Um, this comes from ad revenue, okay, on his YouTube page. He currently has over 27 million subscribers and is the most popular user-run channel on YouTube. Because of this, because he is independent, the majority of the $4 million is his to keep. A small portion will go to other things, but um, basically it's his to keep. Of course, he will be taxed on that as income, and I actually estimated the tax at being between $1.4 and $1.6 million dollars to the government leaving him with around two million profit for playing video games last year oh poor bastard yeah all right it's not just video games he does other things too but yeah so basically from his youtube channel alone he profited about two million bucks last year wow ain't that a business i know and you and me are out here working hard for what nothing well not nothing. well at least you're getting a free trip to massachusetts that's true boston too <laughs> My job says, "Hey, we're, we got this big golf tournament going on, so hold down the store while we go play golf." <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, uh, I want to make sure you were done. <laughs> yep. All right. So, Denny's and Atari make food theme remix game app. Um, I saw this and thought it was kind of crazy. So basically, Atari teamed up with Denny's and they bring you this uh, app where. Okay, let's see. Uh, uh, they remade three of their classic games, which have theme uh, with the themes having to do with diner, with the diner and its food. Um, mm-hmm. So, Asteroid Centipede and Blackout all got a breakfast makeover. 
<laughs> you can play Hastroids. Hastroids. Santa Pup. Because they have those pup. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. What the, are those? The, donut the, things? The... Not donut, but. <sighs> I don't remember. Something with pancakes or something. Like yeah, they're pup, like, they're like pup pup circular. Cakes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. So Santa Pups and take out. Um, instead of uh, black breakout, take out on the Denny's mobile app. And I, you know, I had read a headline about uh, Hashtroids, and I was like, I didn't look at any further. I had no idea it had to do with Denny's. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, see, why would Atari want to do something like this? Well, Atari hopes to uh, it will bring classic games. It will help classic games reach a new audience, which is a smart thing to do. A smart way to do it, you know. Yeah. Like- CEO, go ahead. I was going to say, like, redesign them in, in, like, a novelty thing. Yeah. Um, CEO Fred Chen, I don't know if screw his last name, I don't care, explains, <laughs> Transfor- transforming our classics and, and beloved games into a retro remix promotion will be a natural way to expose our brand to a new generation and reassociate with our long-time uh, uh, fans in a fun and unique way. In Asteroids, you are aboard the SS Denny's condiment transport ship, and the mission is clear to deliver 40 tons of condiments to the fourth planet in the Sector 7D. <laughs> and Santa Pups involved in a centipede boy... What? Centipede boy in his journey with syrup. Once upon a time, a young boy named Denny... <laughs> or excuse me, Danny oh, came across a bottle of syrup with I can't read all today or ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well. Came across a boy. I can read the story fine, like if it's me and you. But now, as soon as we record, I'm I, I, it. Yeah, bottle of syrup with just a uh, slight squeeze. The bottle sticky con- contents had the po- power to turn anyone or anything into a fried egg. Okay. Yeah. Finally, you uh, wreak destruction on Denny's food app and take out a wall made entirely of delicious Denny's breakfast items appear blocking all the, the takeout orders from the rightful owners. The only way to f- feed the customers is to break the wall. Break down that wall. <laughs> That's funny. So th- they were also on here. They were like, the partnership with Denny's makes me wonder. This is like the person who wrote this article. What other classic modern games would be great combination with food? Would you play Left for Bread <laughs> or Call of Duty Snack Ops? I, I like how they said, uh, cla- oh, classic or modern. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it says, and it says, like, tell us your food pitches. So I'm not even looking at the comments, but I'm assuming people have been, you know, probably going, going let's see. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, well, I don't really see anything. Let's see. Sorry. It's just people talking shit. Yeah, same. Like, oh, oh, I thought Atari was belly up. Oh, I thought Atari, Atari is like a zombie. They won't die. <laughs> I don't see anybody actually do anything for... Yep. But anyways, yeah, yeah I, I thought that... I don't well, see anything. If either. you want to play some of these games or check out the, how they changed them, go look for uh, Denny's app. Yep, yep. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's a promotion for the summer, so I don't know how long it will last. Yeah. All right. A uh, few more final stories here. Uh, Square Square Enix to release a free-to-play to Final Fantasy role-playing game on iOS and Android this summer named Final Fantasy Artnix. 
Um, it will be a full-fledged game with over 100 summonable characters, customizable gear, and much more. Did you say the, Final Fantasy Beatniks? Artniks. <laughs> the Beatniks. The, the fact that it's free-to-play it makes me wonder, again, with the whole microtransaction thing, what exactly is... I always fear with, with microtransactions. Because you have... You have the uh, companies that do it right and the companies that do it really bad. And unfortunately, some of the bigger name companies do it really bad. I don't think I've ever seen a Square Enix free-to-play game um, with microtransactions, so I don't know how they're going to be. But it, it makes me kind of fearful that it's it's going to be like, oh, it's free-to-play. And then it's like, oh, but you can't actually do anything unless you pay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, you can play for like a couple hours, and then once once you get to that point, it's like, oh, you have to unlock this world. Or, or for knowing Final Fantasy, it's like, oh, you have to unlock the boat. That's going to be $15. Oh, and then the boat's no longer valid. You can upgrade your boat to an airship for $15. You know what I mean? But Yeah, sorry. I just saw this thing Angela put on Facebook. Oh. It was a pair of underwear or like panties. It says it's not going to spank itself on the ass. Oh. Because... <laughs> <laughs> So if you see this on a random chick in public, it's not considered sexual harassment if you spank your ass. <laughs> That's true. Oh, this is hell. But then again, if you see a random chick in public with just underwear on, um, nice. Yeah, that's true. All right, <laughs> and final story. Uh, a simple one. YouTube now officially supports 60 frames per second video uploads. Uh, for those of you who care about the fact that uh, the difference between 30 and 60 frames per second, there you go. Um, it's not a big deal usually for the average user, but uh, for the hardcore video files, it is. And so this is good news because it's really hard to find a website to, up to upload 60 frame per second videos up until now, obviously. All right, so that's it for news stories. A few things that I'll include in the show notes. Happy birthday to Sonic video, um, the Google Cardboard picture, and Sailor Moon Crystal extended English sub. Um, trailer, which I talked about this new series a while back. This is the, uh, and I included the trailer that had no, uh, no subs. This is subtitled. Screw and that. And it's extended. That was the English, damn it. <laughs> Probably one day. All right, oh. so that is it for our podcast. Thanks for listening. It has been a good one. It has been, uh, what, an uh, hour and 50 minutes or so. Um, if you want to email us and tell us what you thought. Let us know, you know, what you want to hear or whatever. That's at kvgt04 at gmail.com. Our website is kvgtpodcast.com. And then we're on Facebook where you can always chat with us at facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. Uh, YouTube, we are youtube.com slash kvgt04. Although I haven't been uploading anything there, we have some content on there. Uh, we are on Stitcher and iTunes. Those are the best two places to subscribe to us. Or by RSS on our website, of course. Uh, on Twitter, I am at Soul Scribbler. Patrick is at... Big Solo 64 And if you just want to send a general message out to the podcast, you can do so at KVGT Podcast. Uh, as for me... You can do find everything that is me, everything that is Jeremy Collier at jeremycollier.com. Um, I will also say go within the coming week. You can also check out steampoweredreams.com for our uh, opening page to, to my uh, author work. I also stream, although it has excuse me, it has not been recent, but I also do stream. So go subscribe to me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash evilkupo. That is spelled E-V-I-L-K-U-P-O. If you want to hear what Patrick thinks every once in a while... You should. 
Yeah. Um, you can go to patrickstots64.blogspot.com. I also am on uh, Twitch. Uh, is um, Solus underscore sixty four. You YouTube Solus sixty four. Um, It'd be like that. Yeah, it does be like that. Um, which is, I guess, I'll go right to that since I was going to say something else first. But all right. Oh my bad. The other po- <laughs> the other podcast. I do with uh, Brian. You can find us at uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash IBLT podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at IBL, excuse me, IBLT podcast. Um, you can uh, find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Spreaker. We're all over the freaking place. Uh, we only have five episodes done. Um, we're actually going to be probably having hosts soon, uh, guest hosts. Hose? Hose. We got hoes. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can also email us over there at ibltpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, real quick, I wanted to, we don't, I thought I'd give these a shout out. Um, my brother in law, Angelo, started a page, uh, oh, yeah. a fan page about gaming. Uh, we are also part of it. Uh, um, it's called the Brotherhood of Gaming. You can go to, um, Facebook.com slash the Brotherhood of Gaming and find it, uh, or just type in the Brotherhood of Gaming. Um, it's, it's actually the Brotherhood of Gaming 420. Oh, yeah, 420. That's right. I forgot he, had, oh, he puts 420. He don't even smoke, but he puts 420 on the end of everything. I know. Uh, but <laughs> you can uh, go check that out. He posts a lot of YouTube, his YouTube videos on there. Um, and he, uh, he does, he's been playing through uh, Doom. He is really good at Doom, man. I was telling crystal that i was like your brother could play doom hella good <laughs> like he just like it ain't shit like me if i'm over there i'm trying to bounce around and shoot shit either i'm missing or they're hitting me but he he's he plays that shit real smooth he's playing through the whole game and, and also he, he's keeping pretty consistent with it too i mean he's already surprisingly huh yeah i know he's already on episode 16 i mean granted each episodes are i don't think it's too long but like five or ten minutes long but yeah, yeah but so. still i mean he he seems to put them up pretty consistently so um, also, I want to plug my friend Ben, um, hashtag Duff Squad. Uh, his son has a YouTube channel. Um, I told him I'd plug it, uh, his channel. I forgot the other day, um, so I want to do that real quick. Check out Ghost Productions uh, at YouTube. Um, on YouTube, it's one word. Uh, he puts up his own couple of his own personal videos up there. Uh, I told him I'd plug his son's uh, channel, so I did. Um, yeah, so go check that out for sure. Uh, other than that, um, that's all the plugs. I guess I'm boring Jeremy. Oh, no, that, no. That yes. I've got. So we'll move on. Uh, we got the Nerdgasm Network at thenerdgasmnetwork.com. Um, I'm pretty sure Ryan will put up about 60 episodes soon. Yeah, let, let, you know, let's, let's, since it has been three weeks since we did an episode, let's go ahead and go to nerdgasmnetwork.com and see uh, their episodes. So let's see. Their last episode was... Uh, Beergasm 49, 48, 47. All right, so anyway, uh, it's it's still May 13th. So it's been almost two months now. Um, yeah, the episode or uh, video game episode 101 is still their last one, which is it's been like that for like three Since episodes. May. Yeah. So there you go. I'm pretty sure a bunch will be getting put up soon. Yeah, sometime in the next six months. Uh, they also had their challenge, which uh, it's been a while for that too. I think that they posted, but nerdgasmnetwork.blogspot.com. Yeah, I've even stopped po- or saying that because it's actually on their page. So if anyone wants to get there, they can get there through nerdgasmnetwork.com also. And then finally, uh, Matt 
at Intrepid Audio Productions. Uh, excuse me, Intrepid Audio Productions at BeyondTheHeadset.co. <laughs> um, like I said, I still they only pretty much doing the Chicago updates right now. I don't know what's going on with the lag free. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're still a really great show to listen to, and um, go check them out. They, one thing I like uh, I like about their last couple episodes of Chicago Update is that they've been throwing in a lot of wrestling. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Well, that is it for our episode. Um, nice one to get back to. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm i sure Patrick will have something uh, Hell within, to the next, the, yeah. within the next two weeks. This episode will come out uh, the week before I leave. So actually, I might I might be able to fit one more in before I leave, uh, and then you can do one. That's on your own. what she said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, all right, so that's it for this week. Uh, have a good week, and we'll see you next time. Bye.